time for Wednesday's hour number two on Hashtag Daily K with your host, Peter Bint. Korean dramas, movies and even lyrics. Why is the world paying attention to Korean stories? From classics to modern masterpieces, time to dig deep into the charms of Korean literature. On Check It Out with Paul. If you're not watching the video radio, you're missing out on witnessing a crime. Paul has poked me in the eye about five times with his pen, pretending to be a conductor with that music. Are you proud of yourself, Paul? Very proud. Is that how you were raised? Poking people in the eye is okay. <laughs> I think I think you deserve it. So, I do deserve it, don't I? I had my bag on Paul's seat. I didn't get your headphones ready for no. our number two. I didn't do buy apologize. me a coffee either. I had to buy my own coffee. It's a brand new season as well. Is I it? should have bought you a coffee. <gasps> you can tell there aren't many changes on our segment. I'm surprised <laughs> you're still here, to be honest. There have been a few changes. and oh. uh, not not On our show, yes, on a Friday. So okay. when you tune in this Friday, you'll hear a new voice. <gasps> oh, exciting. Yeah. Can, can you say who it is yet? Uh, I'll give it away a little bit. Okay. It's a new voice to the show, and it's to do with... Hanshik, Korean food. Ooh, I yeah. love food. Who doesn't love food, right? Uh, Paul, in this new season, uh, what are your goals and your aims for the coming six months? <laughs> to not get fired. Generally speaking, <laughs> to uh, not get fired, get paid and read books. That's, Fantastic. Uh, that's all I want in life. You're not doing the book challenge like last year, like as in trying to read an incredible amount, are you? It's not a challenge. It's a lifestyle. I'm, I'm on 130 so <gasps> far. Already this year? A bit slacking, uh, to be are, honest. Are you still keeping count on social media can we keep up yeah, with that it's on my twitter account if you follow ajoshi a-j-o-s-s-h-i um it's my pinned tweet so you can see the entire list of books i've been reading and judge me for them lovely jubbly and i guess every book that you bring in is on that list yes you've so, read it so if you if you check my account on a on a monday <laughs> or a tuesday you might see me finishing the book that i'll be talking about on the wednesday lovely stuff and we've got this hashtag today sound or yes. sort and many people love the sound of your voice, Paul. Oh, you that's know, good. That's why they ask you to do some readings. We get some poetry on a Wednesday. I'll be up front with you. We don't get poetry on any other day. It's just that's for your voice. the way it is. Uh, what are some sounds that stand out for you, Paul? I'd, look, I'm, I'm, I'm a big birdsong lover like you. Oh, nice. And now we uh-huh. have attracted birds to our window. Oh, We've been how putting did you out, do that? Putting out seeds. Because we have, we have a little children's park outside our window. Uh-huh. So there's, there's trees around. Yeah. And now, finally, after months of trying, we uh-huh. get regular visitors. We get these little birds that come every day. So wow. we hear bird song. We get to see the little fellows flying about. That's it's amazing. It's absolutely brilliant. And because, like you, I missed that. Yeah. So I go for walks in parks oh. just so I can hear the birds. There, there, there is a certain like calmness that it brings to you. Are they have you got like a bird seed tray or something then on yes. the on the balcony? Yeah, we've got several <gasps> of them, and oh. and a little tub of water so they can uh, wash themselves or have a drink. Oh, that's brilliant. Okay, my my thinking is I'd like to do that at my place, and I know on the eighteenth floor there You're are not going to get many birds. There are some pigeons that have visited us, but my wife hates them. Is there any way to like distinguish which birds are allowed entry? <laughs> I guess you could have a facial recognition system, but I'm not sure that would work. (laughs) I'm Um, very jealous. Now, talking about the hashtag, Mm -hmm. uh, I I have 
I have some very important news. Oh. There is actually a Korean actress yep. who is brilliant uh-huh. at making sounds. She can, in fact, imitate exactly the sound of a door. Of a door? Yes. Oh. You know her name? <laughs> What is it? Moon s o r i Munsori, literally meaning door sound. Also an actress name. Yes, thank you, Paul. <laughs> We are going to get some of your sounds from your neck, neck sounds, Moksori, with this poem, right, from Darcy. Yes, Darcy Ann uh, sent in a, a beautiful poem called Life in Rhyme. I'm going to read out the final part of it, so uh, please listen and enjoy. Okie dokie. What would people say? If we want to run away, to forget about the troubles outside the door. What would people do if we want to be with you, to be happy forevermore? Nature calls out to those who listen. Sunshine on the water makes it glisten. We can be here for as long as we want. Ancestors came on down the line, predators of yours and mine. They remain here not to haunt. Boats sail over the ocean. They stand the test of time, bringing cargo and people, oh, the ties that bind. Oh, as always, Darcy, thank you so much for these poems. And we hope it inspires other listeners who feel a bit creative to send in their favourite lines that you've written, perhaps, in the future. Uh, yeah, look, I, I think it's great. Uh, if, you, if you have any creative writing, please, please send it in. If we can read it out, wonderful. If not, we'll just read it in private and love it. Yeah, listen to the sounds of our greedy selves. <laughs> uh, what have you brought in for us? I previewed it in our number one. Something to do with breaking up. Yes, it's called <laughs> How to Break Up Like A winner. y o n e Kamjong Hak. It's by Beck Young Ok and it's translated by Jamie Chang and Shin Hae Bin. You know, Valentine's Day is gone. Yep. White Day is over. Mm-hmm. Black Day is coming up oh, next yes. week. Perfect uh, so, timing. Yeah, lots of single people out there. Jealous of all the couples last week who were taking photos amongst the cherry blossoms. Mm-hmm. So I've brought a story for all the single people. Okay. It's, it's a fascinating one. It's about a young woman trying to deal with a breakup in, well, this inconne- interconnected social media heavy world of nowadays. Oh, wow. And it's really, really interesting. It sort of explores what it means to date and break up in 2021. So it's a recent book, is it? It's very recent. It was uh, only translated and published in 2019. Uh-huh. So this is up to the minute. Wow. Uh, it's our first time covering the author? It is. Hopefully not our last because I really <laughs> like her work. Uh, she, her name is Beck Young-Ock. She was born in Seoul in 1974, debuted in 2006 with her short story A Cat Named Shanti, that won the Moon Hap Dong Nae New Writer Award. Uh, then had her first novel come out in 2008, Style. And if you're a fan of K-dramas, mm-hmm. you may recognise the name because it was adapted into a K-drama in 2009 starring Kim Hae-soo. I watched that. That was about yeah. like a media company. Exactly. Very oh, popular. So I didn't know that's from a book. <laughs> based on her novel. Nice. Um, and she's continued to write novels, short stories, essays. You know, her focus is on uh, Korean women and uh, Korean women in society. And I think she, she manages to capture the anxieties and difficulties of, of life as a woman in Korea. Fantastic. Focus. in on relationships today. Uh, tell us a bit about the translators. Uh, we've got two for the price of one today. We've nice. got Jamie Chang and Shin Hae Bin. Now, Jamie Chang uh, has been translating for quite a while, since 2013. Uh, she's translated stories by Kim Hae Ran, by Lee Moon Yeol, by Son Won Pyeong and others. However... I first properly encountered her last year with mm-hmm. her amazing translation of Kim Ji-young, born 1982 by Cho Nam 
Ju. Oh, that became immensely popular through the movie as well as the book. Exactly. Uh-huh. Uh, so she's a lecturer at Iwa Women's University and also working as a translator. Mm-hmm. And on this translation, she partnered with Shin Hebin, who studied literature and translation at Iwa Women's University. And she now works as a literary translator. I tried to do a little bit of research. As far as I can tell, this is her debut. Mm-hmm. Um, but looking forward to more from both of them. Fantastic. Okay, I'm really intrigued about today's story. So, so set the scene for our first reading. So it's all about a young woman named Tehi. And Tehi's broken up with her boyfriend and she's finding it very hard to get over him. And in fact, well, his absence is taking up all of her time. So even when she's spending time with her friends, mm. she's still thinking about him. Oh, you know, I, I, touch wood, knock on wood, I'll never go through a breakup again. It's been a while, you know, it's been a minute. I should hope so. I have. Uh, <laughs> yes. And, uh, you know, those feelings of grief, of loss, nobody's died. Well, not in my breakups anyway. Uh, that would be even more awful. But that. sense of of losing someone is so intense and i think that's a great topic for a book i believe yeah i don't think i've read anything like this so i'm looking forward to the first reading is this towards the start of the story though this is sort of sort of the the first third of the story where you have this moment in a restaurant where she's uh, thinking about well her past Anyway, you did the right thing breaking up with him. It's better this way. (sighs) Thank God for that word. Anyway. Anyway, let's get something to eat. What's the point of all this if not to put food on the table? Anyway, let's get some sleep. Tomorrow is another workday. Just saying or hearing anyway, everything will be okay, was sometimes enough to make her feel okay anyway. Tehi thought of her final meal with Jongsu, oxbone soup. There were two pieces of meat floating around in bland broth. Tehi vaguely remembered pouring the soup into her mouth without even adding salt. She was so hungry. By the end, the rice stirred in the broth bowl had turned the broth a bit more opaque. But no tears. Jongsu was the one who said it, Tehi said. Particulate matter hung in the air like smog, obscuring one's vision. She wished it would rain. I wasn't the one who broke up with him. Pause for bewilderment. I got dumped by Jongsu. Uh, we got a lot of messages coming oh, in. Um, Stacy, Wiley, Nikolai, uh, all kind of singing along to all the single ladies out all there. All the single ladies. I think they were singing it like that, yes. Uh, Bradica saying, I'm single as the day is long. I haven't heard that expression for a long time. I, I like does, that. I this is a curious one. Does yes. that mean you're, 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 <laughs> you're, you're, you're single lengthways? <laughs> Forever? For 24 hours? I don't know. And uh, Nikolai, going back to Dostoevsky again. Oh, great b r e Breakup story, uh, white nights, never build up joy to one moment is the lesson to be learned. Interesting relationship tip. 
Yes. Have it as a long simmer rather than a quick kind of scorching heat. That's what I'm I was I'm sorry, taught. can you save those metaphors for Friday's handshake segment? Okay. Yes. This is books here. <laughs> we'll stick to the topic. Um, and Aelita, one last message here saying, Peter and Paul, I just bought the book. The title is Bone by Chong Mi Jin, but I've not read it yet. Ooh. Did the book already get a review on this segment before? No, if no, not, didn't. can we do it? And you also bought Chonam Ju's book. The title is Her Name Is. I bought three when I went to the bookstore last time. Yeah, we need to get like copyright permission and stuff. But yeah, we love your suggestions, listeners. So, Emlita, we'll see what we can do. Yeah, we're always trying to, to cover a wide range of books here. But yes, as Peter says, we do need to get permission because we don't want to go behind people's backs. No, not at all. And there are certain publishers that are not so great at Responding, so we'll try our best, aim later. Uh, Tehi in the story. So the last line that infers that she kind of lied that she had broken up with Jong Su. Yeah, but she was the dumpy. She wanted to be the winner, but she was in fact the loser. I Hence see. the title, "How to Break Up Like a Winner," because it is shameful. I think it, it, it shouldn't be, There's but we feel attached, shame, isn't there? Yeah, if we are the one who gets dumped, it's mm. like we're being thrown away. Oh, you do feel a bit worthless after that, don't you? Yeah. So, and it's been it's been a while. In this story, it's been a year and two months since they broke up. Oh wow. Okay. And she's still affected by it. And this mm. this is only her third breakup in her life, mm. and she can't stop thinking about what happened, because of course the guy. <laughs> The man, yep. Jong Su, he's doing fine. On social media after the breakup, she looks him up and he's he's doing well, he's having fun, you know, <sighs> and she's trying to work on herself, but she can't help but check his social media accounts again and again and again. Have you broken up in the age of mass social media, Paul? No. No, me neither. No, we're gonna, but we're going to talk about this in part three, Peter. Don't yeah, get ahead of yourself. Okay, I'm just, I'm just feeling for Tehi. Don't look at it. <laughs> But she can't help it. And every time she sees a positive change in his profile pictures, like a new mm-hmm. haircut or new clothes, mm. well, then she tries to better herself. She's oh. going to exercise more. She's going to swim one more lap. Maybe this is a good thing for motivation. Well, that's what she keeps telling herself. Um, but the thing is, at first she's telling herself, well, we split up because it was boring. It just wasn't working. Mm-hmm. And then a friend tells her, that he was seeing his ex-girlfriend behind her back. Oh, no. Yeah, so she's doubly lost. Not only did he dump her, Mm -hmm. but he was cheating on her. Even finding that out after the fact of breaking up is incredibly hurtful, I feel. Uh, Yes, it's it's awful, absolutely awful. And so she doesn't want to lose this breakup battle, but she feels (laughs) like she is. Okay. And she's she's buying self-help books, but still... There is this nagging thought, this nagging voice at the back of her head. And then her friend is analysing her relationship, whether she likes it or not. That's what friends do sometimes. Yeah. And then she reminds herself that actually, when we first got together, he was seeing someone else at the time. Oh. So he was cheating on her with me. Uh Uh-huh. And so that's where we we have that first first sort of uh, confession that, Yes, this time he dumped me, just like he dumped her. I see. Jen, I, d- I don't know if it is a Korean thing, but just in my small anecdotal evidence bank, 
I've seen that happen more here than I did when I was in the UK. There's a Ooh. kind of grey line Ooh. when you're just dating. It's like, we're not married, so maybe I'll see what else is out there. Well, I think for, for fans of uh, 19 sitcoms, 90 sitcoms mm-hmm. the words, we were on a break, <laughs> will mean a lot. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> And then where do we get with our second reading? Well, she's burying herself in her work in her marketing job. But... Oh, everything to do with marketing is a reminder of relationships and how the dating scene has changed so much. All right, let's take it away. Today's social media ecosystem is overpopulated. Each and every individual looks cool in their own way. Because cyberspace is not where people display who I am, but who I want to be. Feeds of people armed with new makeup trends, fashion, music, film, and marvelous Photoshop skills swiftly appear on the screen like models on a runway in Milan or New York. Just like anyone can visit Zara or H&M stores wherever they go, today's dating has lower barriers to entry than ever before. It is so easy to talk to or send a message to a stranger these days. Then what can this upsurge of potential dating partners imply? This called for products that made you want to go to the trouble of fixing it. Not one so hardy it never broke. What people needed wasn't the perfect someone, but someone who made them want to change. It wasn't about waiting for the partner to change, but finding someone who was worth changing your attitude for. But Taehee wasn't sure if Jong-soo was that certain someone. Oh, the other side of social media as well, that it's so much easier to find a stranger to potentially date and stuff. Again, I've not done that whole business. I wasn't dating in the times when this was so possible with all the apps and stuff like that. And then so is she saying that Jong-soo isn't the one now? She's kind of saying, okay, he's not the one that I wanted to change my attitude for. Yeah, she she just doesn't know. She's confused. She's going through this grieving process, but Mm -hmm. it's just, you know, she feels disposable. feels like relationships are disposable, and that's not the way it should be. It's too many people out there, too many boyfriends and girlfriends, so you could just go through them like, I don't know, like their food or something. Yeah, like you're shopping at a, at a big chain store. Wow. You're getting a new shirt or a new, a new, uh, a new pair of pants. Goodness. And so she keeps meeting up with her friend Jayun, and they're talking about couples who break up and again get back together. Mm-hmm. And that's quite high, that percentage. Okay. But the percentage of couples who break up and get back together and then stay together <laughs> is... So low. Yes. It's If like 3%. Broken up once, you're not going to stay together. Yeah, and you break up the second time for the same reasons as the first time. Uh-huh. And so she's thinking about how hard it is. And actually, how hard it is to break up now because your ex is everywhere. <laughs> you can't leave the past behind you. Oh, with social media and whatnot. Yeah, and she's getting more and more obsessed. She's spending, on average, 5.8 hours a day checking up on his social media. What? She works during the day, but at night she can't sleep and her willpower (sighs) disappears and she can't help herself. And it's like she's this detective putting together this mystery, this puzzle, this 
unknown parts of his life coming together. Like, she sees the messages or photos that he puts up and then deletes a few moments later. Oh. You know, the mistakes we make on social media. And she grabs those. Yeah, and she finds old photos of him on the internet that show a completely different side to the Jongsu she knew. This kind of reminds me of that book we did a few weeks back of the guy going through the rubbish. It's yeah. almost like the digital rubbish on your social media. Uh, absolutely. And then th- things get worse. Things come to a head. Uh, she's in a taxi. She's stuck on the Hanam motorway, stuck in traffic, not moving at all. And mm-hmm. she's thinking about her anger. She's thinking about her resentment. She's thinking about the weight that she lost to look better. But it's the boy she wants to show off to who's not interested in her. Oh. He's moved on. And she thinks about her regrets. She thinks about her heavy drinking, because you can get four beers for 10,001 here in Korea. <laughs> yes. She actually mentions that in the book. Fantastic. And she's had enough. She suddenly jumps out of the taxi. On the motorway? Yeah, which leads to a broken leg and a broken thumb and a change in her life. What? It's like a reset, sort of. Because the truth is, they got back together, but broke up again. It was her fifth breakup. She had another another short relationship when she was trying to get over Jongsu. Oh my goodness. But why did she get back with him? Well, the truth was she wanted a do-over on the breakup. <laughs> she wanted to be the winner. She wanted to break up like a winner, a second chance. Get back together so she could break up. Yeah. And now it's done. She's, you know, she's she's been in bed rest for six weeks. She's got mm-hmm. no messages from Jongsu. She's alone. Uh, the air quality is good compared to the first excerpt where there was particulate in the air. Uh-huh. And she opens the windows and she breathes. And you get a sense that she's maybe finally over him. Oh, I look forward to that third reading. I'm in London. I'm in Australia. Tokyo. The Philippines. Finland. Indonesia. New York. Arirang Radio. Radio. Now live in Seoul. Your finger can slip and accidentally hit like on his profile picture. You'll be embarrassed, but it'll pass soon enough. But getting back together with your ex is a completely different matter. If a love that's ended comes back to life, there's a good chance it was reignited by something other than love. Doesn't matter if it was jealousy, humiliation, or obsession. What matters is that you can't think of a way to hit the brakes. But that day, by divine intervention, Tehi broke her left leg and her right thumb at the same time. And it also seems like kind of made a clean break from Jongsu. Yes, breaking the leg, breaking the thumb, breaking the addiction. It seems like it's all imagery there, right? All intertwined together. That accident making her in that frame of mind where she can really get over it. It's what she needed. Yeah, so it's it's a brilliant story because it really focuses on all those issues to do with breakups and how... 
how hard they can be and how sometimes we need someone to stop us from hurting ourselves. Yeah, we don't advise if you want to make a clean break jumping out of cars on the motorway. No, That's we do probably no. not. Do not jump recommends. out of a taxi. <laughs> uh, but yeah, something to jolt you into realising, I guess, I don't, I don't know what the realisation is here, but maybe that there's more to life or that, yeah... getting back together with someone in this instance is not about love it's about those other emotions possibly yeah yeah and and i think we had it easy i don't know when did you meet your wife uh, 2007 so been that a, was been a while that was pretty much before social media kicked off <laughs> yeah it wasn't really big then at all yeah, yeah. I'm, i met my wife in 2000 uh-huh. where there was no social media yes. there was hardly any internet at all uh-huh. and so for us If we had broken up or we did break up with other women before then, Mm -hmm. well, you'd never have to think about them again unless you bumped into them. Yeah, that was the only way that those feelings would stir up again vividly, right? Because you could get rid of any any evidence of their presence (laughs) in your life. You could destroy the photos. You could rip up the letters. Mm -hmm. But nowadays, you know... Social media is everywhere. And even if you block someone, even if you unfollow them... Your friend may post about them or post a picture of them. Yes. Or they may be featured in a news article or they end up on a YouTube live stream. Mm -hmm. Who knows what? But they're always in your life. And so it gets to the heart of how difficult that is in in 2019 or, well, now in 2021. Yeah, I'm sure there are people who are big fans of this kind of dating environment, you know, having so much interconnectivity and the ease in which you can meet new people. I, I know several friends who use those apps and things like that and they rave about it. But I think it's safe to say things were much simpler back in the day. And I'm definitely one who likes simple. I like the fact that I couldn't even if I wanted to, and it would have been against my better judgment, like trawl into their social media to see what they're doing. It's just taking a sneak peek into their lives, which I'm glad I couldn't do because it wouldn't have been healthy. <laughs> no, and, and that's the thing. It's, it's, it's like any addiction, be it tobacco or alcohol or drugs or gambling, mm-hmm. that you can't help yourself. And even though you know you're hurting yourself, yeah. you, you don't have that willpower. Yeah, that in the book, it... what I think a lot of people probably go through and probably have a little giggle to when you are and you know I'm not stalking exes or something but sometimes I'm sure all of us have been on an ex's page you know and if your finger does slip and you accidentally click something you're like oh my goodness what's going to happen like it's the end of the world (laughs) I know know, but what's worse is if you go onto that person's page the algorithm notices Mm. and therefore they become (laughs) even more present in your life so even though you don't want to see them they start appearing more and more and more yes it's a vicious circle so don't give in to that no good things come from it I think James Carroll in a humorous race saying if I break up with someone if it's a bad breakup I'm just going to walk away So nobody needs to come and break my legs. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> I don't think we're, I don't think we're, we're advocating that either, James. No, you should be okay. Not at all. I've, I've got Stacy Stacy Wiley saying my ex and I broke up because I moved to Indianapolis, Indiana. Oh, that's really hard. Long distance relationships as well. Yeah, in that case, I'm not sure. Then you know, because when the relationships come to their natural end, you know, and there's n- n- no love lost between you, getting back together, I think is. terrible idea but if it's distance if it's like you've moved and you were completely in love with one another i don't know about that case maybe there is some 
hope. I don't want to give you false hope, Stacey, but I don't know. That breakup can be an exception, I think. I think think it's really, really tough. And, you know, relationships hurt and hurt so much. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I feel for anyone, especially in the pandemic, who got separated to to a different country. Yeah, you know, and there's no chance of you being able to visit your loved one for however long. Mm-hmm. It's really tough. Uh, Nikolai is saying, "Sounds like obsessive behavior," <laughs> as in the Greek concept of love, known as mania. Yes, true, it is an obsession, and it's not it's not a good one. But I think Tehi gets over it in the end. Yeah, that's a good, nice ending with the again imagery of some fresh, clean air into the lungs, a new start, a new beginning. Leon saying, "If I have a bad breakup, not that I've ever had one." I most likely will block the person's phone number and block them on social media. Yeah, I think that might be a healthy thing to do. It's not like you're being vindictive or anything. It's just wanting to make a clean break. Yeah, and that's the thing. And and I think it's good that Leon says the bad breakup Mm -hmm. because I don't think all breakups have to be bad. This is true. In this case, Jong-soo cheated on Taehee. Mm. You know, he's not a nice guy in that sense. But sometimes you're not meant to be together, even though you get together. (laughs) Absolutely. And Siska has, I guess, the bright side of this. Online dating, actually some of my friends did it and even got married now. For example, Josh Montel, an old listener to Arirang, he and his fiancée met up through online dating. Um, For me and my ex, though, we decided to unfollow each other on social media. Not because we're enemies, but just because... Because it was easier to move on. Yeah, I, I agree, and and I'm glad that you and you and your ex could have that have that conversation, Siska. I think it's so important, especially because of the digital life. It's so easy to become isolated, where yeah. you're not talking to anyone. You're just typing messages onto a screen. Absolutely, it's interesting. Maybe like in this day and age, I wonder if that happens. Like when you break up, is there like a little talk about okay, here's what we're going to do with social media. I'm going to unfollow you. No ill will, but you know that's what I'm going to do. Like a little closure agreement. You can have Instagram, I'll have Facebook. (laughs) Yeah, with your shared friends or something. It could be a thing that comes to the fore. Who knows? Uh, JJ's on board. Thank you for your nice comments on our nice moksoris, our nice voices. That is today's hashtag, sorry or sound. As ever, you can hear Paul every Wednesday. And thanks so much for this really interesting book, How to Break Up like a winner (laughs) Uh, thank you for having me and and thanks as always to asia publishers for their help with the copyright permission for this broadcast thanks to beck young ok for her wonderful writing and to jamie chang and shin hebin for their great translation there will be another book there will be another story another author another translator next week and uh, I'm looking forward to coming back. Fantastic. If, if, if you'll have me, Peter, don't block me. Don't you. block me on social media. You know, we're the kind of good breakup where we can stay friends, OK? Just don't stalk is, me too much. Is this over? It's over. Uh, thank you, and we'll see you next Wednesday, Paul. Goodbye. You can listen to Check It Out with Paul Matthews on Adidang Radio's Hashtag Daily K every Wednesday from 10am KST.